What's up, mi gente? Cuba La Raza. We're back again with another episode of Pala Raza Podcast, and this is your host, Chuy Juarez. And today with me, I have special guest, Emily Peña. Woo, uh, once again, um, today we're going to just be kind of talking about the current situation with the whole coronavirus and uh, how it's affecting us and our families and what kind of ways uh, we're like, uh, you know, coping with it, I guess you can say. Uh, you know, finding alternatives to just what to do at home, uh, things that we can keep ourselves busy with. So, um, without further ado, we'll start with the rose and a thorn. Um, if this is your first time li- tuning into Palarasa podcast, I always like to do what I call a rose and a thorn. Many, most of you might have already heard of it. It's kind of just like a simple way to be able to check in with each other and see how we're doing, and uh, maybe we can, you know, help each other out. So, a rose is uh, something positive that's been happening to you lately. Uh, and a thorn is, you know, the opposite. Maybe you're going through a hardship, uh, something, you know, bad happened to you or your family, and, uh, you know, you just want to get it out, you know, take some weight off your chest. So um, without further ado, I'll, I'll have Emily uh, introduce herself, and we're go- we'll go from there. So, hi, my name is Emily Peña. I'm sure you guys have heard it one of the other two times that I've spoken with um, Bethine before. Um I guess a rose for me would be some news that we recently got yesterday, which is not my news to say, so I'm not going to say it, but it's very great news in my perspective. Um, A thorn for me, now that I think about it, would have to be, um, you know, right now, like, being without a job. Um, The company that I work for is not considered an essential company, so we've been closed since March, since mid uh, midday of march 17th so today is what april 4th so i've been without a job for the past two and a half weeks so it's a little bit of a struggle but you know life goes on we're gonna get better things are gonna look things are gonna look up definitely um but yeah so what would you say is your rose and your thorn so a rose for me would be that out of everything that's happening right now all this chaos in the world i think uh you know something that made my day yesterday was that I, I was approved by the landlord to be able to move in with my girlfriend which is she's here Emily she's <laughs> my girlfriend that's me so um we were you know I was able to get approved to move in with her and si Dios quiere with all given right um as of June 1st I'll be moving in with her and you know it'll be a new beginning for me um she moved down here to go to college she's pretty much done with her uh you know, her degree, which is, you know, she was supposed to graduate in May, but because of everything that's happening, it's gonna be getting delayed, you know, she still got a degree, she's a badass, she's a badass mujer over here of color, so, um, you know, props to her, but um, that would be one of my, one of my uh, roses, Uh, one of my thorns would be that I'm still, like, unemployed, just because of my whole DACA situation, but I'm currently working on getting my work authorization employment card. But um, with all this chaos again, it's like there's just a bunch of bullshit going on. And obviously, like, all the government offices are closed and everything with UCIS is getting pushed back. So, um, you know, it's just kind of like playing the waiting game. Yeah. So um, it's... 
And it's, he's, like, going crazy. Like, so this is sped on, like, since day one, you know? And, like, some people might look at it as be like, oh, like, he's there just, like, oh, chilling, like, kick it back. Like, no, he's not. Like, se está desesperando, you know? And, like, obviously he, he tries to apply for places, but, you know, due to, like, his current situation, like, they, their hands are tied just as much as his hands are tied. Like, they, they can't really do anything, and he can't really do anything. So, all... Everything is in USCIS's hands now, you know? So, he he's played his game. He passed the ball to them. So, now it's their turn to to send him over his work, work authorization. And then we should be all good from there. So we're just going to jump in and, uh, you know, get in conversation about uh, what we've currently been going through. So, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure mostly everybody around us has heard about the whole the whole Corona and shelter in place policy. Um, it sucks, man. I mean, pretty much everything's getting limited to, our, to us, you know, and there's mm -hmm. people going crazy for things that, you know, it's unnecessary, to be honest. Right. Um, you know, like people hogging all the toilet paper, like what the fuck? <laughs> you know? It's like it came out of nowhere, you know. But um, there's desperate people out there. There's a, you know, it's scary times to be honest. It is. It's um, very scary. You know, just to go out to the grocery store is scary. Uh, you know, you know, you gotta like prepare yourself with disinfectant wipes or whatever. You know, just to protect yourself and your family. And um, you know, the people who are having it higher at risk are the people that are, you know, still uh, working out there. Shout out to our farm workers and our our uh, people out there putting in hard work day in day out, no matter what the situation goes on. You know, um, it's a, there's a lot of our people that go unrecognized for the work they do, and this is a time that you know they should be coming up and putting them on the spot on the spotlight. You know, uh, shout out to my dad, who recently yesterday just got the news that he was going to get laid off for a while just because of the whole situation that's going on, and uh, you know obviously he's not he's unhappy. You know, um, this has never happened to my dad. He's never had to experience a you know, taking a break from work. And so uh, just how, like, I was laid off because of my current situation with DACA and all that, uh, I can feel his frustration, you know. But um, like my mom said, um, you know, he has a higher responsibility of putting food on the table, uh, paying the bills and all that. But it's not only him. It's, only it's you know, it's, it's all of us in the family together, you know. So, um, you know, with all that being said, it's just, it's all just all over the place. It's crazy out here. Yeah. Um, um, like I said in my thorn, like, it's kind of difficult not having worked, you know, since March 17th. Um, I, we, we had asked for March 16th, 17th, and 18th off of work because we were going to go to Disneyland and, you know, one thing happened or another and it, it ended up not happening. So we kind of leveled it down to going to Six Flags in Vallejo and we ended up not doing that either because this whole thing happened. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was, it's just been, you know, bad news after bad news. But, you know, the sun comes out and things get better. Um, I'm fortunate enough to work with a, with a big company, you know, who is offering, you know, at least a big part of partial pay for, for me. Um, even though the store's not open, which is great. Uh, I got nervous. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways... Um, but yeah, it kind of sucks because like he mentioned earlier, like I've been working so hard and I'm 
sure you guys have heard me speak about it before, but like my graduation, the, everything that I look forward to got canceled. Everything that I look forward to got delayed. Um, it was kind of, kind of nerve wracking, you know, because I have family that are come that is coming from like halfway across the country to come see me walk a freaking stage, you know, like it just it blows my mind, you know, that these people are willing to take time out of their busy, precious lives to come see me, you know, across the stage. Like one of my uncles, he just had a he just had a beautiful baby and he's going to take him and his wife are going to take a very important time of their lives to come see me, you know, get my degree. Same thing goes for my other uncle. He's about to have a baby and my other aunt that she just had a baby as well. Like, you know, like all of them have very busy lives right now and all of them were willing to take a moment out of their day to come see me get my degree. And I could never be able to thank them enough for that, you know, and unfortunately now they're not going to be able to see me walk this stage. Um, but like you said, I'm, it doesn't take away from the fact that I now have a degree or that I will have a degree in about a month or so. Um, I'm still going to try to make this as realistic as possible for, for me, you know, take graduation pictures, decorate my cap and try to make it as realistic as as it should. Um, but yes, I will no longer be walking the stage. So that kind of sucks. Uh, and one of the things you mentioned was, uh, you know, you have family from, you know, out of state coming to see you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, graduate or it was what was going to what we were considering, like, you know, looking forward to, you know. Right. But um, due to the current situation, it's, you know, it's uh, not going to be uh, it's not going to be possible. But that just speaks about how how much of an impact you make on your family, you know, like, uh, you know, you're out here getting a higher education uh, which is something that not a lot of people are able to. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are fortunate enough to keep going on that route or don't have the patience to keep, you know, staying in school and hitting the books and, you know, uh, educating themselves. But you fucking did it. Like, you're a fucking badass for that, you know? Huge respect because, you know, I'm I'm still, like, you know... But you're going to school, so shut I'm up. Still going shut to, up, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to school, but, but you, you know, uh, it's taking me... You know, not going to lie, it's taking me more than what I thought, but... But why? Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, and I'm going to interrupt <laughs> you rudely because you need to think about it this way. I was very blessed and fortunate that for the first year and a half that I was in college, my dad and my family supported me financially emotionally everything a hundred percent of the way for a year and a half after that especially after i moved out that's when i became on my own i didn't have a job my freshman year or halfway through my sophomore year of college because my dad didn't thought it would take away from my from my studies you know and you've been working full time ever since like you you graduated or even before you graduated high school even before that when you were able to get a job you started working you know so I haven't had the, like, I had the ability to focus only on school, to focus on only getting my education until halfway of, you know, my college career. Then that's when I started working full time and having an internship and doing all of that. And then that's when I wanted to freaking go crazy because I had so much on my plate all of a sudden. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so shut up. You're doing great. You're going to school. You're, you're Eventually you're going to graduate from a university as well. So it's a whole, it's a whole process, you know, it's a. Uh... I mean, for me to consider that is a, it's a lot to take in, especially because I've been like taught to just, uh, you know, get a job and, you know, fucking go ham, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much like what you said. That's uh, that's what I've been doing for most of my college career um, because I got to have an income, you know, uh, me being a male and me being the oldest of four siblings and the first child that my parents had, it was kind of like uh, they didn't force that on me, but it was like my responsibility to kind of help them out whenever I can, you know. 
make an effort to get a job, you know, to obtain higher education, to have good grades, which wasn't always the 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 outcome, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of classes that I failed. And there's a lot of classes that I had to retake uh, simply because the motivation and the inspiration wasn't wasn't there for me, you know. But um, over time, you you learn from it, and you uh, you know you go back harder. And, um, you know, you keep on going. So, yeah, it's uh, it's what you got to do. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Like, it's I'm very fortunate to have my dad, especially, you know, he's he's been by my side since forever, you know, and if it wasn't for him, like, I don't even know if I would have freaking graduated high school, let alone, you know, gone to college. And for him, that was like the biggest thing is my daughters have to go to college. They have to get a higher education. And like, that's where that's where I see like the difference between us you know like at the end of the day both of us are we're very hard-working people both of us that's like there's no doubt in my mind about that we're both very hard-working um but you know there's obvious differences between him and I you know I am very blessed and fortunate to not have to have any type of problems with USCIS you know um I'm very fortunate that I was fortunate to be born here in California and you know not have to deal with that type of shit and like seeing him go through that it it's kind of like it's it's so crazy to me to think that like you know he has to go through that you know because we're so similar in the ways like we, we both essentially grew up here you know like both of us spoke spanish growing up but we went to school and we spoke english you know and like he always has to translate things for his parents you know which obviously he's the oldest it's kind of like what they expect from him which i get it but like for my aunt like from when she was in college, I was like 11 or 12 years old and she sent me, she's a chemist. She sent me like, she would send me like these long old paragraphs and essays up and then asked me to translate them into English. And I'm like, girl, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what this means in English, let alone Spanish. Like, yeah. I'm not going to understand how to translate this. Um, so she would ask me to translate these whole like essays, like from Spanish to English. And I'm like, girl, no No, but that's that's one of the things that um you know as a child from coming from like uh you know undocumented parents and all that is uh you gotta sacrifice your childhood at one point you know you gotta grow up at such a young age that uh sometimes you don't even know like what's going on around you you know and you kind of you kind of tend to like stick out uh from your group of friends oh yeah just the definitely. way just the way you do things and the way you're allowed to do things and what you're like capable of doing and uh what kind of mindset you run you know at mm-hmm. such, uh, such a young age you can definitely tell who is struggling and who isn't who has it easy and who doesn't you know yeah and it's like i think like for us like we're very like aware and like we try to help out as much as we can you know mm-hmm. um but you know there's just some people that don't fucking get it and they will never get it. Yeah. They will never, ever, ever get it, you know? Because, like, lucky for them, they they were privileged in that aspect of, like, not having to go through that, you know? Which is good for them because, I mean, what parent wouldn't want to give that to their kid? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, what parent wouldn't? Um, it's just that I know that there's some things that I'm privileged in that I that I see it. I see that I'm privileged in. And so I try to, like, be like, oh, like, po- like you know, try to help them out in any way that I can because I realize that they don't have that same privilege that I do. But there's people that just don't fucking get it. They don't fucking get it. And to them, it's just like this teeny thing. But to like to me, it's like my whole life. I think there's just a lot of people out there that don't understand what being undocumented is. They don't understand what comes with being undocumented. 
with having to wake up every morning and, um, you know, having to put up with the same bullshit every fucking day, like, um, especially with being an undocumented student, Mm -hmm. you know, thank God that to this day, there's a, there's a huge amount of resources out there, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's companies dying to give us money just so that we can see it in higher education, you know, just so that we can see the, a college degree, um, which back then it wasn't made possible because right. we were like seen as, you know, less. we, we were yeah. seen as less. We were seen as a, you know, we were looked down upon because they thought that we weren't capable of achieving what other people have achieved, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, to be undocumented, I can proudly say that it's been it's been a fucking honor. You know, it's definitely made me who I am today. And it'll it's going to this has set me forward to the rest of my life how I'm going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm always going to fucking pull my fist up for my fucking brown pride, uh, for my gente, you know, for my people of color, and not just Mexican, you know, I'm putting my fist up for black and brown people, you know? Um, you know, and, and every, color and every other color yeah. in its race, you know, shape or form, because, uh, you know, it's better to be united than to be divided, you know? And um, it's sad to see that to this day, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, that maybe you know, highly privileged of what they've gotten and how far they've come in life, but they do not know how it is to fucking work their ass off. It's sad to say, like, you see people like this all the time. Yeah. They don't know how to work their ass off. And, um, you know, me, I'm having to work my ass off twice as much than the next person, you know, right next to me. Just because I know what I have to go home to. Just because I know what I have to go in the future to, you know? And it's like, some people are very, like, insensitive to that fact too, you know? Like, like, it just sucks because, like, if you were never to have said anything, nobody would have ever guessed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, like, that there's still a stigma, like, even though, like, we've come so far, like, there's still a stigma about being undocumented and about, you know, like, your culture and, like, what you stand behind. Like, there's always going to be a stigma, and it's just, it's just crazy to think that some people will never fucking get it. Like, they'll never understand, and they'll it's never just, put themselves in the position to understand you know, either. It, it's a topic that, uh that I like to bring up in conversation with people because it rattles them up. You do. You, know? you do. That, you that's, love to do that. That's something that I fucking love to fucking do. And I'm not and, like that. I'm and, not you know, confrontational uh, at all. Just because I like to call out people that are fucking racist as fucking shit, you know? Yeah. And I like to put them on the fucking spot because if I didn't know what to say, if I didn't know how to hit them with the facts and shit, mm-hmm. I would just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. But, you know, after, after all these fucking years of... Uh, you know, being in the shadows and keeping everything to myself, it, it's time to like check up on your to like check up on your friends. You know, put them on the spot, call them out for bullshit that is yeah. unnecessary. You know, and it's like at a point in time, every single one of us had said something um, that at the time we probably thought is funny, but it's all about growth and acknowledging that what you said before isn't right. Exactly. I'm not saying that you know I I've always been no, on, on the right not. side. You yeah, know, nobody's not. perfect. Nobody's perfect. And everybody thinks otherwise. You know, everybody thinks the opposite of what you thought. Like what mm-hmm. five ten years ago. That's so, what my um, grandpa always told me. He's like, "Mi papa Daniel, shout out my grandpa Daniel. I love him so much. Oh my god." Um, he told me he's like, "Cada diez años te cambia. Like everything about you changes. Cada diez años." And like I never thought it was true. I mean, granted, I'm only fucking 21, so it's not like I've seen much of that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah mi papá siempre me decía, like, cada diez años cambia tu, like your whole mentality. And so like I, it's I, I've started to see it. You know, like at a point in time, like you think that you're funny and like mischievous, and it, that's just what it what comes with being a fucking teenager. Yeah. And then you grow up and you realize, like, damn, like that's actually not okay. Like, how the fuck am I gonna like? 
do that to my people or to anybody like like nonetheless you know what i'm saying and it's, it's kind of like like a wake up, wake up call no and, yeah yeah no, no no most definitely most definitely um you know the the important thing is that you learn from that and that you're a lot you're on the on the better path now you know yeah uh, that's, with, the, that's with a better the mindset you mm-hmm. know uh uh you know what bothers me out of this topic is that a lot of our people are the ones that turn our their back on us you know they're the one they're the first people to turn the blind eye on our own fucking rasa like that's Snaps. the shit that pisses me off the most and um you know like don't be fucking a traitor bro like yeah what the fuck and- is up you know like we're supposed to be here to support each other um not turn it on each other you know yep. so it's uh like what the fuck you know and oh that, God, that's one of the things that like uh it just like fucking pisses me off <laughs> like i can't stand shit like that because I, I it's like there's a point where i'm like shit should i just like fucking say something should i just you know but i just i'd rather just say like say what i think but with respect you know but this is where i relate you to my dad because you and my dad like you both keep very quiet until you have something to say but the thing with you and my dad is when you say it, you have the knowledge and the facts to back it up. Because, like, my dad's like that, too. Like, he'll he'll say something, but he'll have, like, legitimate facts to, to back it up. Um, I forgot what we were talking about this past week or two weeks ago when I went to go visit them for my sister's birthday. Um, they were talking about something, something in, like, in the criminal justice realm. Like, I don't remember what it was about. And so I was kind of waiting for my dad to slip like for him to say something you know and he he didn't he knew exactly what the hell he was talking about and so i feel like that's what's most important um to do when you're having a conversation with somebody especially if you're going to be checking them like if you're going to be checking somebody you have to have the facts behind it you can't be speaking out of your ass because then you look stupid exactly. and nobody wants to look stupid yeah, exactly. and um i'm not the i'm not the confrontational type at all i'm definitely not the confrontational type i will look the other way i will I won't say anything unless it's something that I definitely have to stand up for. Then I won't shut the fuck up. And everybody <laughs> knows that. If I'm very passionate about something, you will not get me to shut up. I won't. And I respect everybody's opinion. Everybody has, like I like I've said before, everybody's entitled to their own opinion as long yeah. as you don't disrespect mine because then I'll make you look stupid. Yeah. Um, one of the things I want to talk about today was um, the fact that, like, you know, people who are essential, quote-unquote, are uh, the people who are still obviously working because, you know, uh, grocery stores, uh, department stores are, you know, they have the essential necessities that we need to, you know, mm-hmm. while we're under quarantine. But, uh, you know, lately there's been a lot of shit about fucking ICE making arrests on people, uh, especially down in L.A. and shit like that. And, um, you know, with the whole... Shelter like the whole thing about like shelter in place and the people and like the doctors and nurses not having enough equipment to uh, protect themselves in the hospitals, like out of nowhere, fucking ICE has been requesting like huge amounts of fucking masks and protective gear mm-hmm. to be able to make their fucking rounds. Like, this is fucking bullshit, you know. Like, not even in our, our own fucking homes we can feel secure nowadays, you know. And um, I just think it's it's fucking unnecessary. There's a fucking pandemic going on. And we're out here fucking arresting people and, you know, putting them in spaces where they can't even be fucking six feet apart from each other. And that's like setting them up. That, yeah, that's exactly. Like that um, you know, people down in, in the camps, in the in, in the immigration camps, they're being released because of the fucking unhealthy situation that is going on right now. Uh, you know, in the past few weeks, there's been children, there's been elders 
who have been infected with the coronavirus and they've had to die in front of everybody, you know? And these people aren't, aren't getting, uh, you know, buried, you know? They're not getting fucking the services they deserve, uh, which is fucking sad, you know? All these people are getting, you know, who knows where they're going, you know? The bodies are infected and all this stuff. It's a whole fucking uh, outrage out here. But it's just unfucking necessary that ICE is out here fucking threatening people in their own homes. And the people, you know, our people are still going out there to work because they have to put foot on the table. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't fucking, uh, what's it called? They don't, um, shit, they don't qualify for unemployment, you know? Or Which, any of that. You know, or any other financial help. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the hard part is that, like, say if your parents are undocumented and they have you as a resource... They're lucky enough to even get scholarships that you're obtaining to be able to help your family. Right. And I say that because that's the current situation that I'm going through, you know. Um, you know, just yesterday, my dad was told that he was going to be laid off for, you know, a month or two. We don't know how long this whole pandemic shit is going to go on. But, um, you know, I hope my parents uh, don't see me as just, you know, being at home, chilling, watching Netflix or whatever shit, you know. I'm actually, you know, getting my head in the game, applying for scholarships taking every opportunity that has been giving out given out there just so i can obtain some cash because just like how i'm un unemployed out. you know i'm trying to help my family out and you know in a couple of months i'll be starting out my new life you know starting out to pay my own rent you know see dios quiere like i said with everything positive going on you know have positive vibes and all this and all. well the good thing is um, that we've we we prepare for this situation yeah. so it's not like we're going out there with like our our hands tied behind our back like the good yeah. thing is that we we thought ahead and you know we started. The the good thing is like we, we actually have like what we we're gonna need you know yeah, we have, we have like gonna something need. that's gonna be like our last resort for yeah. help you know so we're not just going in with uh with everything at once with both of us unemployed yeah that's, exactly like for anybody listening that please don't think that that's what's gonna happen yeah we we're smarter than that I hope you guys know that <laughs> yeah. yeah we're way but, smarter um, than that I mean this is this is this is our life like, yeah you know. For me yeah. to be able to move out is, uh, you know, something new for me that I'm taking a new step into my life that my parents never really saw coming, you know. And I told them, I was like, there's nothing wrong here in the house. It's just I have to grow. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm done being the third parent to my younger siblings, uh, you know. And that takes and, a giant toll on you because I, yeah. I know because, like, so I keep on cutting you off, but it's because I have so much to say to this time. It's all good. <laughs> okay, it's because, like, I... Like, I lived in my house for so long with my dad, you know? And, like, my little sister, like I mentioned, like, that's, like, my... That's always going to be, like, my firstborn kid. And I know a lot of people listening could relate to that because I'm sure they have, like, younger siblings that they feel like they took care of in the form of a parent rather than a sibling, you know? Um, so, yes. So, I always felt like I had been taking care of my little sister and, like, I feel like I was her parent. So, when I moved out, like, I was sister again, you know? I wasn't mom you know, I was sister. And so it, no lie. It's, it's a little difficult in the beginning because you're always worrying like, Oh shit. Like, does she have like, does she have pants for school or does she have a backpack for school? Or, Oh my God. Like, what if she can't get home? Should I send her money to get her new, you know, like, it's just like, ah, like, are they yeah. okay? <laughs> like, yeah. But I, I had, I had to grow. I had to grow and I had to step out and, and adventure. And make sure that I have my life just as much as she's going to have hers one day. And, and yeah. But you freaking got this. I mean, the good thing is that at the end of the day, we're only 20 minutes away. 
So it's not like we are going to be traveling across. The yeah, I mean, space. it's not like we're traveling across the country, you know. Yeah. It's uh. You're 20 minutes away, so you know. Phone call away. It's close and uh, close and personal. <laughs> yeah. So um. But yeah, I mean. Uh, I can come. You know, like bug your mom for recipes. Someday. <laughs> um, aside from all this, uh, continuing the talk. Uh, what what are things that you have been doing to like uh, keep yourself busy? Because I know there's people are going crazy with just staying at home and uh, you know being on their ass all day and right. watching videos or whatever. Uh, you know, it's 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 a moment that's been given to us to I pick see it as like uh, take a take a breather, you know, and uh, pick up a new hobby, pick up a new uh, uh, a, something new that you want to adventure in. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's writing, whether it's drawing, whether it's uh, singing. Whether it's uh, starting your own podcast, um, which I, you know, highly support of people doing. Um, but it's just uh, something to think about, you know. Like, what do you? What would you recommend people do during this time of quarantine? So, uh, I, I am going to be on the board with this and say school is... I'm sorry if you hear the rain. It's because we're in my car. Um, school has been a lot more difficult now that it's online completely due to the fact that like you have to hold yourself accountable you have a zoom meeting at 9 a.m and i know that you're very comfortable in bed but you have to wake up at nine to be on your meeting and unfortunately you know like it's it's just it's just so so difficult um and there's like a lot more to it now you know there's a lot more writing and reading as compared to when you're in class because Instead of having your professor there to lecture you now, now you have to do the reading on your own. They just tell you, like, okay, read chapter two, three, whatever. Um, But, yes, I was one hour late to my Zoom class the other day because I could have sworn that it started at two and it actually started at one. So that was embarrassing, especially considering the fact that I was at home doing absolutely nothing. Um, But, I mean, it's different than having, like, walk into class an hour late. Yeah, it's way different. (laughs) It's like you don't have that embarrassment, you know? Yeah. Like, people are looking at you and they're like, what the fuck? Imagine my professor's <laughs> like, Emily, why are you not late? <laughs> but, um, no, definitely, it's been different, uh, especially when you're not used to, like, online homework oh, in an online yeah. school, you know? Um, it's, it's a huge, like, uh, commitment you have to put yourself forward to. And you have to, you know, maintain that responsibility of obtaining the classes online mm-hmm. when the teacher, like, assigns them. And to, like, submit your assignments on time as well because... Uh, like for experience, I'm very, I'm not very good at you know technology. You are not um, <laughs> straightforward. Um, you know, so. even just like ah, like the little things like he didn't know ah, how to log into Zoom. Me. Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's it's obviously something new for a lot of us. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially if you're used to going to school every morning, driving to school, uh, walking to your class. You know, now I'm just walking to my from my bed to my table <laughs> to my computer. <laughs> yeah. You know. And, um, you know, in the comfort of my home, which is maybe something that we're going to have to get used to as a society because we really don't know how long this is going to be going on for. But um, like you said, it's it's taking a different toll on everybody. But um, yeah. I think that. OK, so for for me during my free time, I uh, especially because I had been spending a lot of time with my sister, um, we really got into doing puzzles just because like it helped us like. I guess, like, work together and, like, not want to, like, pull each other's hair out. So I feel like that's something that we definitely committed to. And, like, we haven't, now that I moved away, we don't get into nearly as many fights as we used to when I used, when we used to live together, you know? And I appreciate it because that makes just me, like, value my time with her even more. Um, but, yeah, 
I forgot what you were saying. What did you say right now before I interrupted you again? Sorry. <laughs> oh, like what are other what are what are things that you suggest people should do uh, during this downtime? Like oh. uh, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess that it's for like pretty hard, you know, if, especially for somebody that goes from working a nine to five, you know, every day, um, like for me, it was, it was really hard because I had my set schedule of waking up very early in the morning, you know, taking a shower, getting ready for getting ready for school, coming home, eating breakfast, going back to school, going to work and then going with the kids. So it's like, I had my whole day planned out. And then from one day to the next, like. I could stay in bed until one in the one o'clock in the afternoon if I wanted to, you know. Yeah. And my dad's like, "Oh, like that's good, you know. Descansa un ratito, you know. Like regroup yourself, you know. Like give yourself a break. Like you need a break. And like for me, it's always been like go, 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 go. Look, like get your stuff done, you know. Um, I definitely recommend, um, reading. Being very honest, reading. There's always better. You can always get up, like, get up on your knowledge. Um, I been taking up the habit of reading a lot more than I am used to I guess like yeah. especially when something is assigned to you you know you kind of just like mm-hmm. skim it and you're like oh okay got it but no I definitely have been reading a lot more and it's it's a lot more useful because you feel a lot smarter you know you get you're getting more knowledge you understand what you're talking about now yeah what about um, you what do you recommend well I mean I'm not gonna lie the first few days uh it was just like chilling like I was on my phone watching YouTube or whatever, just kind of like finding, trying to figure out something to keep me occupied, you know? Um, You know, there's like documentaries I would watch or whatever. But then like after that, I started to notice that like, shit, I'm getting all this like fucking migraines and shit from being on my phone on all fucking day. Um, Just being around technology, you know? So it's important for you to check in and be like, you know what, this is enough. And I'm going to, you know, get some pen and paper and, you know, Jot something down, draw something, paint something, uh, build a puzzle, buy a Lego set and build it with your siblings or whatever, or by yourself. Um, you know, it's important to not just be in bed all day and, you know, uh, fill your, pack yourself with junk food or whatever. Um, you know, try to eat some fruits, try to eat some vegetables, cook something healthy, uh, you know, adventure with your food, you know, snacks here and there. Um, do some physical work. Uh, do you know 10 push-ups every night or every every morning uh, it's just important to be able to keep moving and you know uh, like literally keep moving and staying focused on uh that you know soon enough we're going to be out of this situation and you know hopefully things are going to go back to like quote-unquote normal but that's um, what i'm waiting for you know just for now it's kind of just uh you know we're having to play the waiting game and take extra safety precautions just so we keep our, ourselves uh, healthy, you know, and, um, you know, we end up on the winning side of this, uh, this whole pandemic shit. But, um, but yeah. It's just, I feel like, you know, obviously, like, we're not the only ones in the, like, that are going through some shit, you know. I'm sure every single one of us is going through some things, but, um... I just want things to be normal again. Shit, I want to go back to work. I want to be busy. Like, I want to be so, like, I want to be busy again. Like, that's what I miss. I miss having my routine of going to work, going to school, and going with the kids. That's what I miss. Yeah, I miss that. I mean, it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'd do anything to go back to work right now. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly miss working. I can't stand being at home and, uh, you know, not having an income. 
not having to go to work and, and shit like that. Like I've said, I've never had to experience... As soon as I got my work permit, when I was 17, 18 years old, I fucking got my first job, and I started hauling ass since then. And so for me to be, like, unemployed right now, it's taking a hard toll, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the whole thing about mental mental health. Uh, you know, sometimes, like... It's it's a it's a time and place where a lot of us feel like uh you know the whole world is coming to an end and Me. the whole fucking thought of like depression and fucking anxiety come to mind and you start thinking and you overthink and then you think again and it's just like it fucks you up you know but you. um it's just about uh you know keeping ourselves in check and uh staying in contact with our loved ones and the people that you know we usually surround ourselves around and just keeping that positive mindset alive, you know. Uh, I know it's hard for a lot of us, speaking from experience, just because uh, I've had to deal with depression in the past, you know. And it's hard times like these that want to, like, depression just wants to, like, kick my ass. But, you know, uh, we gotta can't, find it. We gotta can't find let that happen, you know. Yeah. got to find something to do, um, you know. It's a time for us to think about life, you know. Yeah. What we want to plan ahead, what we plan on doing for the next few months um i know it sounds like the goal isn't gonna be reached at one point but i can tell you like we fucking got this shit rasa like this is like i told my girlfriend i was like this is gonna be our year at the beginning of the year you oh know? yeah oh fucking <laughs> and, yeah and she always talks about like oh yeah whatever like this whole year went to shit like nah you gotta make the best out of it you know it's yeah. see it's hard and I'm not going to lie, it's hard to see that outcome, that positive outcome. But look, we got approved. We're going to keep moving forward. And soon enough, I'll have my soon job back and I'll have all my paperwork in, in, in line, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, then again, with uh, this whole conversation, I kind of just want to take a moment and, and step back and uh, hope that everybody and their family is doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, that everybody has... Uh, at least a plate of a plate of food on their table uh, every night, uh, enjoying it with their loved ones and the people who they surround themselves with. Uh, you know, once again, we gotta be careful once we head out to the grocery stores to get gas, to get milk, to get whatever we need. You know, um, you know, it's a time to be respectful with one another. Yes. Despite definitely. of anything that you might have had against a person in the past, it's a time for forgiveness and reflection. To be honest. Um, you know, with all this chaos going on, there shouldn't have to be anything else, you know, uh, keeping you from talking to the person that you love, keeping you from talking to the person that, uh, you surround yourself with. So, um, you know, uh, my, all my blessings go to all my people out there and, you know, I hope everybody's staying safe, keep your head up and, uh, you know, with all this going on, we're going to fucking tackle it and, you know, con la frente en alto, we got this shit. Uh, we're going to keep moving forward and, uh, you know, animo raza. Is there anything you want to say to kind of just wrap up Wrap up the episode? Um, I would like to take back my F comments. So, but I would like to say um, that ice is non-essential. So we need to abolish ice. Um, and that I hope that everybody is doing great and is staying healthy and taking care of themselves physically and mentally because we all know how big of a toll mental health can take on someone. Um, everybody stay healthy and safe and keep your heads up. 
All right. Sounds good then. You just tuned into another episode of Palarasa Podcast. And me here with Emily, we want to wish y'all again. You know, a, a good day, uh, a good morning, a good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. And um, without further ado, Animo Raza, si se puede. Yes. And uh, we got this. Much love to everybody out there. Stay safe. And, uh, you know, reach out if you want to talk. If you want to get interviewed over the phone or something, you know, uh, you know, get something off your chest. I'm over here always open for any type of suggestions for new episodes. Um, we can still make this happen, you know. Hit them up with some ideas. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just keep the ball rolling. <laughs>